Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. We're here with one of our new guest hosts, uh, Malia, and uh, she comes to us from a background in project management. And uh, Malia, if you can tell us a little bit about what you're doing now, and then we'll go back in time and, and ask you a little bit more about what you were as a kid. So what are you do- doing now? Yeah, so currently, hi, everyone. Uh, so as uh, Luki mentioned, my name is Maliha Omar. I am currently a project manager at one of the leading software solution provider and e-commerce platforms provider for the automotive industry here in Dubai. So this is what I do. I'm in project management. I've been uh, in project management for almost uh, five years now. And uh, that's what I do currently. And I also post weekly career growth content on LinkedIn and inspirational posts. So weekly content, uh, I'm a basically a content creator on LinkedIn, but on a weekly basis. Sounds good. So if we can go back in time and, and talk about uh, Maliha as, as a kid. So what were you like growing up? What are some of the early fond memories that, that you have? And, and you're recording uh, in, from, from Kenya. Uh, and, and I understand that that's where you, were, where you grew up. So tell us a little bit more about uh, Maliha as, as a kid. Okay, so I was born and raised in uh, Mombasa, Kenya. So Mombasa is the coastal uh, region. It's the second largest city in Kenya. So I was born here, raised here. And me as a kid, I used to, um, I was studious. So I used to study a lot. And I used to feel like uh, education was my escape gate. And I would find, uh, you know, uh, I would try to escape through education uh, as a kid because I would find uh, it's more of a safe place for me. So I loved studying uh, at school and, you know, when I come back home, I'd always like focus on my studies. So my priority was more of uh, education, which is a bit like, uh, unlike all the girls, most of the girls, I would say, in, the, in my community here in Mombasa, Kenya, because the girls here, it's more of uh, education is not a priority for girls. Mm-hmm. And also success for a woman is more of uh, marriage. So this is what I grew up seeing. So all the girls around me, it's especially in my family, it's extended family, I would say. And when I talk about the extended family, it's like more than 40 cousins, I would say. Okay. And all the girls, it's like uh, they wouldn't focus on education. So for me, seeing that, uh, I had a different uh, perspective on that. So uh, uh, I wanted to be uh, different. I wanted to focus on education and work hard on my, you know, education and how I I knew I would succeed. That is working hard and uh, you know uh, excelling in my studies. So because it's not a priority, so I had to prove myself that okay, this is what I want. And how do I do that? Is by you know studying a lot and you know getting good grades so that I can go back to my mom, my parents, and say okay this is what uh, the good grades I'm getting so this is what I want so it was very important for me to get those good grades and to do that I had to work hard and be uh, you know study a lot yeah tell us a little bit about some of those influences so if everybody around you is really not focusing on school and studying and and they're to, to your point, success is really just getting married uh, is kind of the, the mindset. But but what about education or, or how did you get that instilled to you that, you know what, if I study, if I get good marks, then 
then that is my path to success. And, and what was different about kind of uh, your mindset? So if, if did it come from like your, your parents? Did it come from um, a conversation with a cousin or, or, or uh, somewhere? Or do you know where that came from? I think it's seeing, uh, you know, seeing what girls go through in my community. And in, things have cha- change, definitely changing now. But back then, when I was growing up, like my mom, she's never gone to school. So it's more of, uh, for her, it was more of being at home and, you know, taking care of her kids. And for me, I wanted to be independent. So my goal was that, you know, uh, I just don't want to be uh, someone I would depend on someone else. Mm-hmm. Dependent on someone someone else so how would you do that how would you become independent in your life or how would you become you know like uh, uh, someone that you can uh, you know have an influence or inspire other people so for me it was more of being independent and that was like my my goal in life and how do I become that is by you know uh, focusing on my studies studying going for my higher education and then uh, you know having my own career so this was something that, you know, uh, I wanted to focus on. And this was my uh, main goal. And also, uh, you know, like just being a role model to the girls. I wish at that time I had, you know, uh, someone I would look up to. So like uh, a girl or anyone Like I remember when I used to be in high school, there would be these girls who would come to school who had like, studied in Malaysia or studied in the UK. So when they would come, to, uh, to our school and talk to us, I would see them and be like, okay, one day I want to, you know, go abroad and or study for my, go for my higher studies. Mm-hmm. So that was like my motivation, you know, to, you know, pursue. And at that time when I was in high school, I would have never thought that I would, you know, uh, study abroad for higher studies. Not, I mean, study in Kenya for higher studies, let alone going abroad. And yeah, I am. Right. I've been abroad for higher studies and uh, let alone not just in Kenya. So uh, I think having people to look up to and, you know, that, that is motivation and what you want to achieve in your life. I think that is something that, you know, uh, uh, can push you forward and get what you want. For sure. And, and, and how did you uh, deal with some of the... Um... I, I guess the, the environment around you, because everybody's set up to, well, you're not supposed to study or you're supposed to stay and, and just, just get married and have kids and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, what kept you strong in order to kind of uh, keep that momentum? Because it sounds like you had uh, a couple of good um, models in terms of, well, the, the, the folks that came back from, from studying abroad and, and they presented at high school. So you had a couple of those. But what else uh, helped you keep your, your, your mindset strong so that uh, you could kind of continue down that path? I think my mom, so like my mother was my biggest support system. So I remember when I finished high school at that time. So that was it. Like, so most of the girls in my community would be like, okay, you finish high school, that's it. You get married and, you know, go on, live your life, raising right. your kids and taking care of your husband. Uh, but at that time when I finished high school, I remember I told my mom that I wanted to go for my higher studies. Mm. And my mom told me, yes, then go for it. So, and when, you know, when she would, you know, as parents, you get to listen to, you know, other family members or other relatives that, okay, now your child is or your daughter is uh, old enough to get married. Why don't you, you know, look for that and, you know, 
be ready for that and do it. Right. But I remember my mom, when I told my mom, I feel this is not what I want and I want to go for my higher studies. Uh, she, you know, supported me. And I think it's very important is uh, uh, to get a support system or to get someone to support you throughout. You cannot do anything alone. I don't think there's any of us in this world that has done something, you know, uh, great alone. I feel like everything that we do in life is, uh, you know, you either get support from your parents or someone else or a stranger who guides you and, you know, mentors you and, you know, uh, doing great things in life. So I think for me, if it wasn't for my mom, then I don't think I would have been where I am today. So uh, during that time, she supported me. If she told me, okay, uh, I'm not going to support you, you need to do this, then I would have gone in another way. So yeah. I think, uh, I think I'm, I'm glad and I'm, you know, uh, I'm blessed to have a mom that, that during that time supported me for my higher studies. For sure. Anybody out there with supportive parents um, are, are definitely blessed. <laughs> and, and it's great yes. when you have that. So if, if you go, go back in time and think about, uh, so, so now you're in high school, you have kind of your, your mom's blessing to, to go abroad. How, how did you decide like this, the school to go to or, or the program to study? How, how did you end up picking up your, your area of interest? Because you ultimately landed into project management, but that's not usually like the, the norm, right? Usually it's kind of like doctor, lawyer, accountant, engineer, that sort of thing. Uh, but, but how did you make your way yeah. from kind of choosing a school and then eventually getting to project management? Yeah, so I remember during that time, everyone would tell me to get into medicine. Okay. It's like, oh, you know, uh, I passed the flying colors, I got A's and all that. Why don't you do medicine? Mm -hmm. And also for me, my interest was also in actuarial science. Okay. So, but then actuarial science, I had to go to Nairobi in Kenya. Uh -huh. And okay. here in Kenya, like in Nairobi, I didn't have anyone, uh, you know, as a godfather, I would say. Uh, so my mom wasn't really keen for me to go to Nairobi at that time. Mm -hmm. So uh, everyone was like, do medicine, do medicine. But that's not what I wanted. Sure. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I can't I can't see blood. I, I would faint. <laughs> okay. So that was not an option for me. And just because, you know, I, I passed with flying cars and I'm able to do that doesn't mean that this is my path I want to take. So sure. I said no to medicine. Uh, at that time, and surprisingly, when I was in high school, uh, I was supposed to choose between home science, one of the subjects in business. And without thinking, I wanted to choose home science because I didn't, I, I didn't think that business was something that I would do or that I, I liked studying for. So at that time, I, I, that wasn't even an option for me to choose business. So when I finished high school, uh, my uncle uh, lives in Dubai at that time, lived in Dubai. Uh, so he asked me if uh, he had that there were opportunities for you know uh, top students in Kenya to you know to be granted academic excellence scholarship to study in UAE okay. uh, Dubai it's the university called U United Arab Emirates University mm -hmm. so at that time I just checked with my you know principal in school and they said yeah it's possible and all that and said you can apply for that so I applied for that and, uh, you know, uh, suddenly within two months, I was pulled in and it was like, congratulations, you got an academic, full academic scholarship cool. to go study at one of the top universities in the Gulf region. Nice. So at that time, I was like, what? And I remember before that, I was so worried about me going for my higher studies. Where will, where will I be? Uh, you know, because also going abroad it was too expensive at that time. Right. So what will happen about that? And what am I going to study? So 
these thoughts came in and I remember I would cry every day to my mom and I would be like, mm. oh my God, what am I going to do when I, I want to go for high studies? I don't know how that's going to happen, but this is what I want to do. And I feel like that's not going to happen. And I remember my mom would be like, don't worry. As long as you, that's your goal, that, that will happen. Just focus on your prayers and that will happen. So my mom is very religious, by the way. Okay. So uh, she used to tell me all that. And, and then uh, there was, I applied. And then I got into, and then I had to choose the, you know, the subjects that I, I'd get into. Mm-hmm. And I loved math. So I, I used to love math in school, in primary school. I, numbers, anything to do with numbers, any problem solving, I used to love it. And when I was given the choice of choosing either engineering or any business, humanities and all that, I just uh, fell in love with finance and banking. So I, I was like, I'll, I'll go ahead with this. So I really liked finance and banking when I read about it. And I said, okay, let me, let me try this. And, you know, that's how I, I you know, got into my degree. Sounds good. And, and, and throughout that career, so you're getting educated now. And then uh, what was the path to kind of land that, that first job? Uh, was, it, was it an easy one? Was it a difficult one? Or, or what was that path to, to land that job after graduation? I think is uh, a lot of patience. Okay. Uh, I think what uh, what people think, especially uh, recent uh, like graduates, is uh, when you're about to graduate, is that okay? That's it. I just want to graduate and my, my life is done. You know, okay. and then I'll get a job and I'll be independent. Mm-hmm. That was what I was thinking. So for me, when I started uni and uh, throughout my university life, I was like, okay, I just want to graduate. I just want to graduate. That was my end goal. Once I graduate, I'll be the happiest person I'll be independent I'll do all this <laughs> sure. but then I never thought of the struggle of finding a job right so that was when I completed my studies and it was during that time I was looking for a job when I stayed like almost one year four months finding a okay. job okay and oh my god at that time I think uh, a lot of patients a lot of positivity is important right uh, because sometimes it'll be like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get a job right with all you know you keep on applying and or you keep on uh, and sometimes you would get a job and that is not something that you would like because you right. your focus is or your goal is to find something that is specific to yourself whether it's a salary range whether it's the role itself so uh, those are the things that i would you know keep on, uh, you know, uh, uh, getting frustrated about, I would say, you mm-hmm. get frustrated when you are, you know, looking for a job. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's for all the job seekers and it's okay sometimes to get frustrated. And, you know, uh, because that's how you, or if you want to cry, like, let's say, or you, you want to feel down, feel down, it's okay. You go through that. Then the second day wake up and, you know, look for something, look for a job, start looking for a job. If you need one day break, take it. I remember that time I took like a one month break. I was like, I'm done with job seeking. Okay. That's it. So I took like a whole month of just focusing on myself or, you know, making myself happy, not worrying about finding a job. So I think that's important when you come back, it's like you come back from your break or whether it's a one week, one day or a month, if you need it, you come back stronger and you start applying and, you know, focusing on what you really want and getting what you really want. So uh, I think it's a lot of patience, a lot of positivity, a lot of, you know, uh, you know, uh, 
just reading a lot in terms of uh, you know applying so applying a lot don't just uh, and also i would say apply for uh, even that's something that you feel like you're not interested in or something that you will not get just apply to it especially as a recent graduate so for me because i remember when i applied for this project what i remember was my last day of my internship at that time and then i found just this this job uh, job posting project support i read about it i was like that was like i think my first time reading about something to do with projects mm-hmm. i've never applied for a project role before it was only about finance banking you know all this sorts of stuff so when i saw about project support i read about it i was like okay something challenging something you know uh, communication and all that it's like okay and then i read their project support i went to google it's like what do project supports do so i went through that what's the what's the career growth for a project support so it's project support junior project manager then project manager and then you get into program and all that I was like, hmm, okay, this is interesting. Let me just apply to this. So I want, I wanted to know more about it. When I knew more about it, I was like, okay, this is something that you know I'd be interested in. So I applied, applied, and I remember within 10 minutes I get a call from my boss. Okay. Before you applied for this position. And at that time, I had applied for so many things that when she told me, the good thing is she called me within 10 minutes. If she okay. called me the next day, I'd be like, I don't remember what that was. Right. But it's just like everything that has been planned in like 10 minutes. And like, oh, yeah, I applied for that. And it's about this and about that. And she's like, yes. So come for an interview tomorrow. So that was my last day of in, uh, internship. Uh, it was like six month internship as a financial analyst. Mm-hmm. And then the second day is when I went to my uh, interview for the full time job. So, yeah. Yeah. So things kind of work out according That's to plan. Story. Yeah, I think that, that that's amazing. So, yes. so now you're one of the 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 first girls to to have kind of graduated and studied abroad and in your project management, enjoying your career. And now you're turning into kind of like uh, the motivational space where you're trying to empower uh, girls and, and and other folks, right, to kind of reach their potential and think beyond that. So, uh, what would you say are are some of the the swike, the stuff I wish I knew earlier that you would share with with uh, a younger Malia with, with those other uh, younger folks out there. Uh, what, are, what are some of the stuff that, that you've learned that you'd want to share? Yeah, so I think one thing is do not worry and that okay. God has it all planned. Okay. And for those who don't believe in God, I would say just destiny. Just don't worry that whatever happens is within your you know destiny. So mm-hmm you know, getting worried won't solve the problem or getting worried won't make you uh, have, you know, have the thing that you want. It's just mm-hmm. going to make you feel more miserable. Just yeah. don't worry. Do your best, work hard, plan whatever you want to plan and leave everything to whoever is going to help you do it or the outcome of it. So just don't worry about uh, life too much. <laughs> so... That is one of the things that I wish I knew earlier. Uh, the other thing is, uh, this is for more of, uh, you know, uh, university students, mm-hmm. whoever is in university currently is, uh, you know, uh, don't, don't worry too much about your studies, <laughs> whether how many, how many GPA you're getting and all that, because I remember I used to worry a lot about that. So make friends. Uh, get into extracurricular activities, 
if you have to go to conferences, go ahead and do it. Network a lot. Right. So these things don't just focus on your GPA. You know, uh, when you finish university, you'll understand that, you know, uh, getting a 2.1, 2.9 GPA doesn't make uh, a person less, you know, uh, less fortunate to get uh, a job than a person who got a 4 GPA or a 3.9 GPA. Sure, sure. It's, it's kind of all, uh, kind of all the same, to be honest, as long as you've networked a lot, of, as long as you show your leadership skills. Mm-hmm. So I think leadership skills is very important to nurture that when you are in university. So I yeah, think def- that's the second thing. Yeah, definitely some, some good advice. What, what comes to mind is, uh, there's a quote that I like, uh, worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but doesn't get you anywhere, <laughs> right? So to exactly. your point, like, the worrying is not helpful. Do something about it uh, instead, instead of spending your time worrying. And then the, the part about uh, university and, and not worrying so much about studies. Uh, I like the quote uh, by Mark Twain who says, uh, don't let school get in the way of education, right? Because you often learn more when you're doing those extracurriculars, those student clubs, those whatever, because that you're, you're in kind of a more real world environment. You're dealing with people instead of just an academic test. And nobody really graduates and, and uh, ends up getting a job taking tests, right? So those, those tests are only partially indicative, but I think that's a lot of uh, amazing advice. Um, so for, for yourself, given that you're trying to get more into the inspirational field, what are some of the future aspirations? And then if folks want to get in contact with you, uh, how, how could they reach out and get connected with you? Uh, sorry, can you repeat that? I couldn't hear you, Loki. So for those that are interested in connecting with you, how could they reach out? And what are some of the future aspirations that we might look forward to uh, hearing from you? Okay, so uh, anyone who wants to connect can connect with me on LinkedIn. My LinkedIn is uh, Maliha Omar, which is M-A-L-I-H-A-O-M-A-R. So I, they can reach out there to me. And for me, my future aspirations would be is to, you know, uh, just uh, help people, influence, be an inspirational to people. So, you know, uh, whether it's having a, a big role in the, you know, uh, corporate world or any other kind of role uh, that, you know, I would have is, you know, uh, is focus on uh, helping people. So that's my future aspiration, add value. I think that's very important, you know, when you, you know, when you die or when you're not here anymore, it's like you've helped someone, you've made someone feel good. So those are my future aspirations, I would say, uh, to be honest. That's amazing. So hopefully we'll have you back for a future episode so we can dive a little bit more deeper into uh, parts of your story and part of that kind of inspirational piece and, and then probably sharing some of your, your words of wisdom and, and mindset uh, in order to help other folks, uh, young girls or, or whomever in the world to, to become uh, a little bit better versions of themselves and really uh, unlock and, and reach their potential. So uh, thanks so, so much, uh, Maliha, for, for joining us. Uh, and uh, hopefully we'll have you back for a future episode. Thank you. Thank you so much, Luke. Thanks for, you know, hosting me and, uh, you know, asking me for this podcast. It's amazing. And, you know, I appreciate everything that you do for people. So uh, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. 
Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.